Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 19th of May. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 804. And we travelled to France where Alcuin of York died. One of the greatest minds of the 8th century. He is credited with developing the font Carolingian minuscule. A clear script which has become the basis of the way that the letters of the present Roman alphabet are written, with his innovative use of capital letters and smaller letters. It was part of a wider reform of learning instigated by Alcuin in the court of Charlemagne, and standardising the scripts that were being written in monasteries made them much more readable than the old unspaced capital script. And as a consequence, most mathematical works were freshly copied into this new script, and it is now thought that many of the works of ancient Greek mathematicians have survived because of this copying process that was invented by Alcuin. York, in the north of England, had become an internationally important centre of learning and one of the greatest libraries in Western Christendom in the 8th century. Thanks to Aylbert, who had been a disciple of the Venerable Bede, who had urged him to raise York to the status of an archbishopric. And Aylbert, with his brother, used his authority and he oversaw the re-energising and the reorganisation of the English church, with an emphasis on reforming the clergy and on the tradition of learning that Bede had begun in Jarrow. However, unlike Bede, whose centre of learning had been a monastery, in York it was the cathedral, which meant it was a bit more open and the young Alcuin arrived as a pupil at York Cathedral School. Aylbert was devoted to Alcuin, and he thrived under his tutelage. And Alcuin himself would become a teacher and eventually the headmaster, and was ordained a deacon, but not a priest, and nor did he take monastic vows. Alcuin continued building up a fine library at the school, which had become one of the best in Europe, and it made the school one of the most important centres of learning in Western Christendom. In the year 781, King Elfwald sent Alcuin to Rome to petition the Pope for official confirmation of York's status as an archbishopric and to confirm the election of the new archbishop and traditionally this would be signified by the Pope who would award him the pallium. On his way home Alcuin met King Charles who would become Charlemagne in the Italian city of Parma and although this was the second time he had met him he made a big impression. He returned to York to deliver the pallium, which in its current form is a long, 
a narrow white band which is woven from the wool of lamps raised by Trappist monks. It has a liturgical function signifying papal authority and it is worn by looping its middle around one's neck and was originally peculiar to the Pope but for many centuries it had been bestowed by the Holy See upon metropolitans and primates as a symbol of their conferred jurisdictional authorities. Its symbolic value relates to the Good Shepherd and the lambs whose fleeces were destined for Pallia were solemnly presented at altar by the nuns of the convent of St Agnes outside the walls and ultimately the Benedictine nuns of Santa Cecilia in Trastevere would weave their wool into Pallia. Alcuin accepted an invitation from Charlemagne to go to Aachen to a meeting of the leading scholars of the time. And following this meeting, he was so impressive that he was appointed head of Charlemagne's school. Charlemagne was collecting the finest scholars from around Europe and was particularly impressed by the Anglo-Saxon learning and style of learning that was being developed in York. Part of Charlemagne's remit was to reform education and in this capacity he developed the Carolingian minuscule, the clear script that was mentioned at the start of this podcast. Whilst he was in Aachen he was able to send across for some of the manuscripts from York and historians now think he saved them from the Viking devastations that most of the northern part of the British Isles were undergoing at the time. Viking raiders were more interested in the jewelled casings of books and manuscript and less about the knowledge that was contained within them. Alcuin is now seen as being responsible for what is often referred to as the Carolingian Renaissance. And many of his students went on to transform Europe. He was charismatic and connected, a great networker, and would keep in t- touch with his network of students by sending them poems, riddles and letters. He was very close to a lot of women, especially at court, who obviously didn't feel threatened by him. And this may give us an insight into his sexuality. Alcuin has been described as a sun shining across Europe. And when he retired from Charlemagne's school, he became the abbot of the Abbey of St. Martin at Tours, where he had his monks continue to work with the Carolingian ministerial script. Whilst in Tour, Alcuin arranged for some of his pupils to go to York and to bring some of the rarer works that he had collected there back. I say this, that you may agree to send some of our boys to get everything we need from there and bring the flowers of Britain back to France, that as well as the walled garden in York, there may be offshoots of paradise bearing fruit in Tour. 
That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the opening of the Council of Nicaea. Hugely important for the development of the Christian creed. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time at www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.